Hello and welcome to Soul Podcast, episode number 93. Here's Schmitty. Here's Stark. I'm Zoner. I'm Zook. And this is our year-end show. I refuse to bend to your changing of our opening, gentlemen. I'm sorry. Do you want he, me to redo that? <laughs> he wasn't giving into our peer pressure. I will not. I need a bigger peer. I don't know. <laughs> Schmitty's gotten pretty large this year. <laughs> what well, is after the holidays? <laughs> Some of those M and M's and Mountain. We haven't Dews. started the diets until January yet. <laughs> yeah, I don't put any weight on during the holidays. Screw you. I have to. Gain of course, I put on like ten pounds when my wife went on a Mexican cruise. But. <laughs> Yeah, so I I'm not even touching that one. <laughs> I, I I managed to uh, lose ten pounds writing those uh, those posts on StolenDroids.com about geeks losing weight, and I was really feeling good about that uh, until Christmas rolled around, and I hope everyone had a great one. When what should be in my stocking? But um, oh, I don't know, ten pounds of almond roca. Yeah, it's gone already. By the way, it's <laughs> oh crap! I was gonna say save it for our for our trip next week. No, no, I don't think so. By the way, the trip he. Re- is referring to uh, again because of you, the listeners, and our friends, which I'll get to here in a moment. We were nominated for uh, best tech- technology podcast. Uh, we will be going down to the New Media Expo in Las Vegas, Nevada, uh, to hopefully get our award if we win. If not, it should be fun either way. I mean, it's Vegas. Yes, so. we we will be. So, able- if you get the award in Vegas, does it stay in Vegas? You know, I don't know about that. They should have thought about that because they host a lot of award shows there. It's not very good for their for their tourism board. That that's true. I just want an Academy time. Award. I have to leave it in my hotel room. There's actually like a Department of Lost Awards. You just have to leave it there. It's a huge vault. Uh, the entire event will be live streamed. When we uh, have information on that, we will give it to you guys and post it to the site as well, so you can see us either win, yay, or not, no, in, in real time. Yeah, just like the Hobbit. Um, back to our <laughs> more on that later. Back to our friends. Uh, shout out to our special friends at uh, TrekRadio.net, CryptonRadio.com, OpenBookAudio.com, and Stitcher.com. Yay! Thank you, thank thank you, entities. I was just still thinking about the Hobbit. Uh. <laughs> okay, so confession time. Three of the four of us have seen the Hobbit. Two One of those of three. This weekend. <laughs> yeah, two of those three. So don't tell me did not like it. <laughs> did not like it. Um, I saw the standard two D, so I did not see the forty eight frames per second. Uh, Vomito vision, what I've heard from people. Schmitty, you saw the standard 3D, or did you see the the high frame rate one? I saw the 48 frame rate version, and honestly, I didn't see, I I, I didn't notice a big jaw dropping difference like everyone else claims they saw. People, it seems to be very polarizing either way. People have either said, "Oh, it's the most distracting thing in the world; it's horrible," and some people have said, "Yeah, after the first five minutes, that was it." You know, I didn't even notice, but I wear glasses, so maybe it's just my eyes couldn't tell. I think it's more because uh, we all play video games and are in front of computer monitors much more often. Forty, it should be noted, normal frames, normal movies go at twenty-four frames a second. Always have, always. Well, maybe not always will, but always have. Uh, Whereas computer games and video games are rendered anywhere upwards around 300 frames a second if you're lucky, but at mo- at least 30 frames a second. Most of them, yeah, 30 to 60 is the gen- 
Yeah, general. Yeah. Where so people have been saying it's really kind of jarring. It really takes you out of the element. It feels soap opera ish, if you will. Um, he Peter Jackson did this so when he puts it into three D, each eye, each offset frame will have twenty four frames a second. Which now, makes perfect sense from more... from his point of view. But um, some people have hated it. Some people have loved it. I just didn't like the movie. It took forever. Yeah, it I think took I, honestly, I think they could have put the entire story of the Hobbit into one movie. But I don't know, I'm not the one that's getting the money from it. So mm. what can I say? I can't wait till they all come out on Blu-ray so I can put them in a, into a marathon and just play the entire series back at double speed. <laughs> well, it'll still be too slow. <laughs> well, they have announced an extended edition for you, Zook. Um, it involves it involves Bilbo's 59 minute scene where he's just packing for his trip. Tw- 20 additional minutes will be included. So, yay, more dwarf singing. It's like Snow that, White. More dishwashing. <laughs> that, oh that would be awesome. All of a I'm sudden, I'm really wondering like, what my response is going to be when I get done watching it this weekend. <laughs> uh, see, see if you can spot the Easter egg where Dopey comes walking in to do dishes. Yeah. <laughs> R2D2 wasn't going to go flying across the screen. I'm pretty sure Dopey was played by uh, the part of Dopey was played by Radagast. What the crap? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we're we're so. way off topic here, but it was it was bad. I I and I disagree. So go see it and make your own make up your own mind. And tell us what you think. Yep. Yes. Let us know. Um, tell Zuki's wrong. Tell Zoner he's too much of a fanboy. Into our headlines. Don't no. Did we get our sponsors? Oh yeah, we did. I forgot. Sorry. We are we're, we're professionals. So <laughs> over this week, during this week, YouTube did something kind of unprecedented. They took away two billion fake views to different videos. If you've ever looked at a video, going, this video is horrible. How have twenty thousand people already watched it? Well, and it's how, possible that how come they all like it? Yeah, it's possible that. 20,000 people didn't watch it, that someone's been faking the view count by refreshing or by employing other different tactics. Well, it turned out that some of the biggest offenders were uh, Universal and Sony and RCA Records. (laughs) (laughs) Oh! Yeah, it was mostly to their um, to their uh, to their music videos. So that's why Rick Rolls have had so many hits to them. Okay. No, that's... Or was that just that's Schmitty? Schmitty sending it to me over and over and over. I hate you, Schmitty. Automatic email that sends every ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to read... Uh, this is kind of funny here. Universal's channel is one of the is the one that took the biggest hit. According to figures compiled by the YouTube statistics analysis at Social Blade, the company... The record company's YouTube channel lost more than 1 billion views from its pre-existing tally of 7 billion to- views Tuesday. They did this Christmas morning. <whistles> Merry Christmas, guys. Sony BMG was the second largest sufferer, dropping more than 850 million views in one day, bringing its total number of views to a mere 2.3 million. RCA, which got off scot-free by comparison, dropped 159 views. Its ta- tally now sits more modestly at 120 views. 
In addition, each label's YouTube archives are now surprisingly thin. Uh, Universal, which had long held a heavy hand in YouTube operations, now only boasts five videos on its YouTube channel, none of which are actual songs, and none of which last more than a minute 23. Now, the way I understand how people get paid off of their YouTube videos is by so many hits. Is this... Are they, are they having to give? Like, were they were they getting paid for people watching these videos? From yes, YouTube? yes, that's so how they are were making their money. Give, are they, they're going to have to give that money back, or I, I don't know. But I find it really funny to think that it's the pirates that are killing these companies, and they're trying to pirate the system themselves. Poetic justice. Uh, so, Sony's page, by comparison, is currently empty. <laughs> they lost so much; they lost their entire page. Hello. Hello. I and I think this is kind of going off in a broader sense too. But most all the top videos you see now are all original content. They're all YouTube content or or, or fan made content. Epic rap yeah. battles of history. Yeah, I mean, how many times? How many favorites have we ever said? And and not that we're the we're not the 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 head of all things fashionable or all things pop culture. But how many favorites have we said ever in our 93 episodes? Oh, here's this great video that's come out. It's from Sony. Or Wait it's from Universal. It's never an official music video. How how fashionable was its owner? Not very. My wife says I dress like a three-year-old. I can't <laughs> help it if my three-year-old has awesome fashion sense. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> well, they're not they're not the only ones who decided to kind of peeve the trolls off this this week. Uh, I'm going to jump down one. Uh, Amazon has decided to start purging through the reviews. We talked about this. Was it it wasn't last week, it was the week before. Um reviews of by people who have never either straight up five stars going, oh, this is the best thing ever, and not saying anything specific about the actual item, or on the flip side, zero stars saying it's the absolute worst thing I've ever seen. People who've been trolling or being paid to review things, they're having things, their reviews cut. So how do they tell between a trolling review and a real review? They're not really saying I mean, if it is something as simple as... If, if someone were to review us, let's say we re, we make a poster, like our awesome poster you should buy of us of Droids Playing Poker, um, and someone... And, and Zoner hops on there, five stars. It's the best poster ever in history. And that's all he says. They might cut it. I don't know. Or they might say, no, no, we think that it's valid. They're not saying how they're coming to this conclusion. But all of a sudden, everything suddenly kind of came into more... If if you don't have a thesis statement, uh, an intro paragraph, uh, a conclusion, <laughs> a bibliography, format. we we need at least a three page bibliography. You know, it's interesting because I I check Amazon's free app of the day every day for my Androids, and a lot of times I'll I'll look at the app and I'll think, you know, that's do I really want to download this? And I'll go down and I'll read the reviews and I'll see like all these people giving it one star reviews. And in their reviews, they say, this is to offset the dozen five star reviews that the publisher put on. You know, 
And yeah. so, I mean, it, it happens. And and if the reviewers can tell that it's the publisher or whomever that's doing their self review, I mean, I'm sure Amazon can can figure well, and it out. There are people. I mean, we've laughed because it's hilarious. You remember the big pen for women? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. and Three Wolf Moon Tea. Yeah, uh, Three Wolf Mo- Moon Tea, and um, uh, right after Mitt Romney's uh, vice uh, the, the presidential debates. Uh, he made a comment about how every morning when he was a governor, they'd hand him a folder of women, and he'd have I mean, to look. He, he meant to say, you know, folder of, of resumes of women. But we, yeah, yeah, go on. Yeah, he said a, a folder of women, you know, and uh, that, and he'd go through it. And he'd always make sure to hire them just as much as the men. Well, I think I, I, it was like Manila folders. After that, got this horrible, horrible string of reviews saying these are the best things to hold women i ordered a box of these folders from amazon and they had no women in them it was so obviously they're not real reviews but it still affected the bottom line for the so those might be a little bit more obvious they might be pruning through those but otherwise i don't know yeah if it's blatantly obvious i guess I guess I, I guess that could, that could happen, but but really, if you buy a T-shirt with three mo- howling wolves on it and it's supposed to get you action, it should deliver. Amen. Well, it just looks so awesome too. <laughs> I mean, uh, in other online retailer news, something very unexpected has come out. Uh, this is from the Wall Street Journal, but they have found through a bit of investigative reporting that online retailers will actually vary the price of certain items depending on where you are geographically. Some things... See, you live in Utah, so you get paid less, so you probably well, don't have very much money. Some here. of it is based on economics, local economics. Some of it uh, might be based on... like if, if you live very close to an office max, Staples might give you a bit of a discount on some of those items on their website. Yeah. Wow. It's really kind of shady how they're doing it. Or if they see that you've recently browsed uh, Amazon's website, they'll probably put it at a lower lower value because Amazon has a cheaper price or something stuff like that. Okay, so we go hit the Amazon website first, and then we go over to these other websites <laughs> and see what kind of deals. They can. Okay, well, I guess if they well, I, I, does it work? Is it working? I don't know. All I want to know is I want to try and. Uh, spoof my geo coordinates if I can like route myself through lower Detroit and see what kind of <laughs> discounts it nets me and then, and then it says you here that you are connecting through Antarctica it will just give you this Xbox for free <laughs> find, find the geolocation that, that like breaks the system and gives you a zero price <laughs> I think that's the ISS well, the thing is, this is all this is all the tracking from cookies and stuff we've talked about before. This is true, and about how sometimes you don't want to be tracked. I and mean, well, so, what do they do to the people who don't want to be tracked? Well, well they don't want to be tracked. We're gonna we're gonna bump you up higher because you're gonna have to pay for all those ads you didn't see. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Well, and it really makes you wonder what kind of profit are these companies pulling off of you if they're able to adjust the price simply based on where you live. Yeah, you know, uh, my wife, I. I lived in South Africa, well, Southern Africa. I was in more than one country, but he's that there, big, folks. Yes, yes. When he's I sit around huge. the house, I sit around the house. But um, <laughs> <laughs> when, when I was there, I became very accustomed to never paying what somebody asked me to pay. 
everything was negotiable. And we came, I, I came back and I got married and I, I was looking to negotiate on that too. <laughs> no, surprisingly, that was a fairly easy deal to close. Um, 20 years. Just give me 20 years. We'll renegotiate then. I'm at 15 now. So let's see. Let's see you if I can go another. <laughs> but we walked into a knife store one night. I needed to buy a knife. And as you do. Yeah, as you do. And I actually started negotiating the price with the guy right there. And my wife couldn't believe it. That's something that you're not able to do on the internet, but it's still very easy to do when you're face to face with somebody. Hmm. But you know, I maybe that's maybe that's the retailer's um, way to kind of negotiate the price with you. You know, although you don't know it. I, I, yeah. You know, so they the geolocator randomizer. Next, <laughs> <laughs> what next? <laughs> so I don't know. You got some. You got some. Well, I better not say that. I'm going to be be coming off as a big old racist. So I'm just kidding. <laughs> yep. On well, to Netflix. Speaking of, speaking of buying stuff on the internet, let's just say Barnes and Noble. If you're not going to tell me why certain things can't go through when trying to purchase things off of your website, I may not come back to your website. <laughs> I had a very bad experience with my Barnes and Noble gift cards I got over Christmas. They mm. they should have a service where you can trade those in for other gift cards. That would be awesome. They do. Actually, There's my family, we instead of getting everybody, all the all the brothers and sisters getting gifts for each other, we all bought ten dollar gift cards for random places. We randomly put them in a basket, and then we did the gift game where we, you could either take a, take one of the new envelopes in the, in the in the basket, or steal somebody else's gift card if you wanted oh. something that like that really bad. Oh, that'd be genius. <laughs> Make it all yeah. for really obscure places too. Well, we did IKEA <laughs> and. Uh, and, Bob's uh, Falafel Hut. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, another Bath and Body Works. <laughs> no, yeah, like what you mentioned, is like there there are uh, dozens of websites out there where you can go and sell your gift cards or exchange them for others. Um, some of them even manage them for you, and you can just sit there and input all your balances, and then you can just cash it out at one one separate gift card. Hmm. That's pretty cool. I've never. That used is them, cool. That's but, a great idea. All right. Um, into Netflix news. Lots of Netflix news. Actually. This one was horrifying for me. I thought at first my internet connection was out. First world problems. <laughs> so Christmas Eve, <laughs> Netflix <laughs> decides to go no. down. <laughs> I actually have to spend time with my family. <laughs> Curse <laughs> you! <laughs> On Christmas Eve of all days. Now how am I going to watch a Christmas story? I was going to watch Storm again. <laughs> Negasloth. So, <laughs> Netflix had a um, just a, a blanket outage for Christmas Eve. If you're a Netflix customer, we're not telling you anything you didn't already know. But did you find? Did you guys hear about where that came from? Where that others came from? No, actually, I didn't. It came from. Well, they they do some of their Netflix storage and Netflix uh, information and transferring over the Amazon cloud servers. Amazon had an outage. <laughs> Yeah, it well, it, and it was yeah, it was Amazon Web Services that was down, and it wasn't necessarily servers themselves that were down, but their load balancers were down. And even if you you could have a thousand servers up, but if your load balancer goes down, you pretty much don't have any servers up. <laughs> you might as well not have servers up because what the load balancers do, traffic comes in, the load balancers decide which server is going to serve your video, and 
if that's down, you don't watch the video. <laughs> so this was a big deal for Netflix, and, and Netflix got blamed for it by their customers, even though it was Amazon's issue. So it was kind of interesting to, to watch it all unfold on Twitter. Yeah, I, I thought it was kind of interesting that Netflix came out and said, no, this isn't our fault. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they, they were quick to point it out. It, oh, they, they were real quick to throw Amazon under the bus for that one. As as well they should have been. I mean that was horrible timing. Yeah. And and funnily uh, fun, funnily enough funny enough ne- the next day Netflix stock went up and Amazon stock went down. So oh did it really? I didn't yeah, notice in, that. Like the next day would have been Christmas. How could the stock have gone up and down? Oh maybe it was day. Oh good call. Whew. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> I was, I was like, wait a second, next day? Uh, Caught in your lies, huh, Schmitty? Maybe, maybe on the elf stock market, I don't know. It was the next day because it went. the outage went until Christmas morning, and so the next day after oh, Christmas okay. morning, the day out there. He was absolutely correct on all facts, he just hadn't given you all the facts. Oh, right. Oh. Well, speaking of all the puzzle. facts, did you guys see that article that I posted about Netflix can now post about stuff on Facebook? I don't like that. I don't <laughs> like that at all. Uh, well, first of all, I, I'm a big believer that I am not going to connect either my Twitter account or my Facebook account to other applications. I, I, I've go, I go to certain websites, I go to, I go to like local newspapers and they go oh by the way you know I play draw something oh by the way do you want to connect your draw something to Facebook no 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 I have seen too many compromised accounts now yeah Netflix is not going to compromise your account yeah but at the same time we've learned this lesson when Schmidt first (laughs) jumped on Spotify how many times did we all know exactly what he was listening to every hour of the day I yep. still you've do. listened to who got the dogs out, who let the dogs out five times already in the past hour. Okay, it's, it's a good song. <laughs> we do we do not need that on what he's <laughs> watching. We, we were we yeah. were ganged up on Schmitty. I mean, I think we hit him in a corner. Schmitty, turn this off. <laughs> yeah. yeah well, Schmitty <laughs> still comes to me every now and then. Are you listening to Elvis Presley sing "In the Ghetto" again? <laughs> <laughs> well, I know Shut up. that's a good song. I know exactly where Zoner's at because his force will post on Twitter where he's at. Oh, he's at this restaurant. I could go stalk him right now. That's what Foursquare is for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yes. so I don't necessarily really want people to see what I may be watching on Netflix. Not that I'm necessarily watching something that's bad or whatnot, but at the same time, it's like, do I really care that the kids have loaded up another Dora the Explorer? Do I really care that someone is posting up... Ooh, someone just watched Buxom Gladiator Babes 6 for 5 minutes. You bring up like well, the, the thing that the kids are watching. If, if it's posting things that I'm watching, I might be okay with that. Because it's like, oh look, this documentary I watched, or this movie I watched. I want to share that with other people. Maybe even rate it on Facebook, whatever. But w- my kids will watch like 18 things... Every day, Dora the Explorer, Diego, and if that's well, going on my Facebook posts like throughout the day, that that would get annoying, even to well, me. I like how you said it's your kids. <laughs> What's interesting? The article I've linked actually states that the reason why Netflix can finally jump on Facebook is because of the fact that they they had to actually have some laws changed. There were some laws that were preventing them from actually connecting, and it was one of the 1988 laws. About uh, 
um, sharing information from about your customers. Because uh, I guess it's something called frictionless sharing, which is where they do all these, this connecting and stuff like that. Well, apparently when Netflix really wanted to do this, which was a year ago, everybody was doing it. Well, what's happening a year from, from now or a year from then? Basically, if you see, we're all complaining about how we don't want to have the Spotify and the draw something and this and that and all sorts of other stuff on, on Facebook or on Twitter. So now Netflix is like, yay, we can do it. And where did you guys go? Yeah. Besides, everyone knows that when you're sharing, you want a little bit of friction. Anyway. And moving on. Sausage. No, no, no. No, no, no. no, no, no. Phrasing, <laughs> as Archer would say. So we use WordPress here on, uh, on Stolen Droids, as well as millions and millions and millions of other people. Uh, WordPress, very plug-in. Very, ugh, very popular. The plugin we're talking about, however, may suddenly drop in popularity. Um, they have found that a popular plugin may be leaving sensitive information on people's blogs fully accessible to the outside world. If you know how to search for it, like using Google. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 the uh, the W three Total Cache plugin, and I guess it's supposed to um, speed up the websites that WordPress uses on their content management system by caching stuff. It's caching the wrong things out in the open. <laughs> Great, was <laughs> bird across the land. <laughs> And it's, and it's been pointed out loud, so it's like, hey, here's a big flag over here. You guys might want to fix this, and we're now waiting to see how fast it's going to take them to fix it. They've already been notified 24 hours ago, so you think hmm, something we should be up by now? Oh, no, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, if you're using that plugin, you may want to disable it or something. Um, yeah. Shoot. Bang. We're using it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Who's our webmaster? We should have them get on that. <laughs> That'd be me. All the IT guys. <laughs> I'm turning it off and back on right now. <laughs> your ticket number is... <laughs> Please fill out this simple survey when we have closed the ticket. <laughs> and I have now disabled it. <laughs> so if the site's a little bit slow now, you know why. Sorry. But we're a lot more safer for it. Well, for page not found. Just kidding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, it was showing Schmitty's playlist. Oh, wait a minute. That was just Spotify. Never mind. <laughs> uh, yeah, let, let's let's deactivate that right now. I would like to point out that the version, the current version is 0.9.2.4, which means it is not even... It's still in beta. It's still in beta. So consider this learning. Oops. <laughs> well, I'm glad we covered that headline. <laughs> yes, you're welcome. <laughs> How about another uh, embarrassing headline? Not for us. And this one actually isn't even in the show notes. Have you guys heard about Randy Zuckerberg? Oh, what is, oh wait a minute. Didn't he, like... No, it's a she. Is that is that Mark Zuckerberg's sister? Yes. So Did she feel something about him or something? She posted a picture of the Zuckerberg family at Christmas. Everyone around the kitchen staring down at their phone. Seemingly perfectly happy, not interacting with each other. She posted it to her Facebook. She thought it was funny. Someone else thought it was funny. Reposted it. Someone that she didn't know was going to repost it, reposted it and shared her photo, thereby making it public. 
she was not happy about it. So she took to Twitter saying, before you do that, maybe you should ask the person. So you're, it's not just about privacy. It's just basic human decency. Um, to which everyone I posted don't... back, maybe you should talk to your brother about privacy <laughs> settings. <laughs> yeah, that's probably a good idea. So, um, oops, big egg on the Zuckerberg family face there. Uh, because the sister evidently did not know how to use her brand new easy to navigate privacy settings. Easy to navigate it's like five layers down. Yeah. It is not easy. I just you can found even out that find it. I just found that everything I've been posting for over a year and a half has been public. Oh really? Oh. oh. Yeah. When when I never uh, which is funny cuz to even see my uh even see my profile, I have to friend you. Well, see, and that's that's what I've been doing too. Is I, I I've kept everything on Facebook private because I you know every once in a while I'll say yeah go ahead and make this public because maybe I'm I'm doing a review of something like that. But most of the stuff it's like, you know, oh you know, got in a car accident today. Only my friends need to see that. I don't need to actually have that out in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's um, oops. Good job there, Zucks. Okay, back to our actual headlines. That's uh, so awesome. <laughs> I know, I love it. It's hilarious. Can anyone guess what the top ten uh, pirated films of the year are? I'm guessing Avengers is up there. Uh, yeah. Uh, that is number Dark four. Rises. Number three. Uh, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Number seven. Uh, uh, seven, yep. Some Mission of these the are Hobbit on there yet? Some of these yeah. are not surprising. Some of them are really surprising. We're going to go f- start with number ten. Number ten, Twilight Saga: Breaking Dawn Part One. Yeah, okay. Is that, is that all the poor girls who couldn't go to the movie? Uh, that's really surprising to me because I would, I would think that the people who pirate things are typically us we ba- basement dwelling geeks who do not watch Twilight. So that kind of surprised me, but it is what it is. Six I've never seen a. A chick with a neck beard who enjoys Twilight that can also well, yeah, neck beard and Twilight just don't go together. Go deep, Jacob. <laughs> Number nine, Ice Age: Continental Drift. Maybe they were just trying to keep the kids quiet. Number eight, the the dictator. I can totally see that because the uh, the mouth breathing moron kids who watch that and think it's funny also don't pay for things. Uh, the girl with the dragon tattoo. It was a popular movie. 21 Jump Street. Not a popular movie. Uh, Sherlock Holmes, Game of Shadows. That was a good movie. Actually, that was really good. Uh, The Avengers. Not surprising. What's surprising is number four. Dark Knight Rises, number three. Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol, number two. And number one, with 8.72 million downloads, Project X. That um, found footage style... Uh, Handycam shot one of the kids who throw a party that goes entirely out of control. And oh, yeah. oh okay, because I kept going, "What the freeze Project X?" Yeah, <laughs> is, it, it, is that the one with the monkey and what? Yeah, the, the one the trying 80s. to send the monkeys into <laughs> in <the> space. <laughs> Ew, yeah, but they accidentally make Wolverine instead. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. <laughs> yeah, so go fig on that. Um, no sh- telling for taste. Uh, who, who can guess what the number one pirated TV show was this year? Uh, something Game of Thrones? Priced? Yes, Game of Thrones. <laughs> what was funny is that HBO actually said in this article that they're trying to fight the online piracy by using HBO Go. The only problem is in order to get HBO Go is that you have, still have to have the basic cable plus all the extra HBO add-ons. Then you have to buy HBO Go. So you're paying more to fight the piracy. Well, yeah. You know, 
the thing that fascinates me is you hear about all of these studios saying, oh, piracy's killing us. We can't make money. How much money did the Avengers make? I mean, like, uh, I think that starts with a billion B. dollars. Yes. Enough, enough to buy countries. So, yeah. And, uh, and enough that's to, number four. So piracy's not hurting their bottom line. The enough way to buy our friend Joss Whedon carte blanche at Disney. Yeah. That's, that's something. So name on a popular show, and we'll see if it's on this list. Actually, we don't have a list. There is a top ten list in the article. Oh, okay. Let's, uh, let's... Okay, so so Revolution was number ten. Really? Yeah. I know a lot of people were were dinging it for for its lack of scientific accuracy, but there were a lot of other people who really liked it. I liked it, it, but I didn't expect it to be liked that much. So Revolution Mm -hmm. is number ten. Fringe. Fringe, number nine. House, boy, Fox can't take a break. Get a break here. Um, <laughs> Homeland on Showtime. That one is excellent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not surprised with the, the next one though. The Walking Dead. Walking Dead. And Breaking Bad. So a- AMC's having a problem there too. How I Met Your Mother. Interesting. Huh? Big yeah, Bang like Theory. Everywhere it seems like. <laughs> yeah, those two for for my wife and I, the Big Bang Theory and the How I Met Your Mother, they go hand in hand. When when we watch an episode of How I Met Your Mother, we follow it up with the Big Bang Theory, just because they're both short. They're both really hilarious. They, How I yeah, Met Your They're great. And then Showtime's Dexter. Another way of looking at this is Fox had two shows. AMC had two shows. Showtime had two shows. CBS had two shows. HBO one. NBC one. So which networks do you think are falling behind? NBC. All of the others? <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting. You don't want to AM- pirate the wrestling from the sci fi channel. <laughs> the, the the AMC shows though, that they make total sense because I believe when each one of those started their new season, uh, AMC was having a dispute with a service provider. I, I think it was Dish Network, and they were un, unavailable. That's oh, true. Actually. That's true. And so that See, makes perfect sense that people, I mean, they're getting screwed over by their providers. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised Doctor Who's not on this list. With how popular yeah. that is. I'm kind of surprised Top Gear isn't. Top Gear is typically the most illegally downloaded show in the world, and has been for many, many years. We're talking about the British Top Gear, not the American. Yes, yes, this is true. And even in the U.S. And maybe they're only showing U.S. networks. Maybe that's why that is. That's that. You know, that's a possibility. Yeah. So, but uh, very, very odd people's tastes and in, in what they steal. You know, it's even odder. Because someone would steal Twilight. People's <laughs> tastes in what they think astronauts will wear. It is green. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to make of this thing. Okay, so, we're not fashion people to begin with, but when you look at something and you instantly think of a cartoon series from Disney... <laughs> NASA has released um, prototypes of their new spacesuit, which seems kind of foolhardy. They don't have a spacecraft. Why do yeah. we need space suits? Well, don't we, we, we need to get to space first? We need to sell them to the Russians. Well, we need to be able to have the spacesuit when we do go to space, so hopefully they are working on that spacecraft right now, hint, hint. Okay, so this suit, um, it it looks like Buzz Lightyear. There's no way to get around it. Yeah. It's Buzz Lightyear. If, 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 if you hadn't heard, couldn't tell from our, our, our dancing around it, yeah, it's, it's... The only thing it's missing is just the little wings. It's a cross between Buzz Lightyear and a Ninja Turtle. Now, 
this suit has a shell on its back, and the reason it has that is actually um, it, it's a pressure seal. These suits are built to hang on the outside of different vehicles. You then, as a space astronaut, I almost screwed that up, as an astronaut, slide in feet first, then put your arms in, then pull yourself into the suit, seal off the back, and disengage from the spacecraft. When you're, when you're done with whatever it is you're doing, you sit back down, pop the seal back in place, and crawl out of the suit. Because currently getting into suits in zero gravity is a real pain in the butt. So I can kind of understand why this is designed the way it is, and I'm not necessarily arguing its form, or, or arguing its function. But why do they have the green on it? Is he wearing Doc Martens? Yeah, it almost looks like Doc Martens. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Bizarre. Doc Martin boots. All right. Well, we are going to go into our commercials. I know we haven't had them for a while. We need them. And we will see you on the flip side. In today's world, it can be hard to find time to spend with a good book. That's where the guys at Open Book Audio can help. Open Book Audio offers a large selection of pre-recorded audiobooks for you to enjoy while driving to work, working out, or any other time you feel like enjoying a good story. Open Book Audio not only has pre-recorded audiobooks, but can also help you record your self-published book as well, giving authors another way to distribute their stories. Their fast, professional service combined with affordable pricing ensure your book is made of the highest quality. So no matter if you're an author or a reader, Open Book Audio has what you need. You can visit them on the web at openbookaudio.com. That's openbookaudio.com. Open Book Audio. Your story out loud. Hello, and welcome to Stolen Droids Podcast. Uh, Zook, wait, um, I can never remember when I can hear the Stolen Droids Podcast. Well, you can start out the week with us on trekradio.net every Monday at noon Eastern Standard. Okay, but what if I miss it on Monday? Well, then you can catch us Tuesday on kryptonradio.com, 4 p.m. Pacific Time. Ooh, and if I miss it then too? Well, you can always find us on iTunes and play us anytime from your iPod or iPhone. Well, you know I don't own any Apple stuff. Okay, then you can stream us to your Android device from Stitcher.com, on demand whenever you want. Smeg. I don't have any room left on my Android. You can always listen to us at StolenDroids.com. Um, but... You're not (sighs) trying very hard at this, are you? Stolen Droids Podcast. It's kind of hard to avoid. And we're back. And uh, as this is the last show of 2012, we thought we would go back and revisit our first show of 2012. Now, since this is our first full year we've ever done, this is the first time we've done this, and I think this is the start of a new tradition, but our very first week of 2012, we had a prediction show for what we thought would be happening this year. We thought we'd go back and revisit each one of those one by one and see kind of what actually did happen. What we did, what we got right, what we got wrong. Yep. Uh, and unfortunately, the first one comes off with one that we were entirely wrong about. Um, I predicted that RIM would be gone by the end of this year. Uh, I said it would either have closed their doors or reformed on software services. Zoner, you said that someone would come out and buy them. Schmitty, you said they'd come out with a new version of BES, the BlackBerry Enterprise Server, with Android or iOS support, but not call it BES to keep the BlackBerry name out of it. Instead, they torpedoed the playbook, they got sued for BES, 
and they lost so much money that no one wants to buy them. And yet somehow they're still in business with a billion dollars in the bank. Not quite dead yet. You know, I, I think that it, it it goes to show, and we've actually worked for a company um, that was very deeply entrenched in their market, and as such, even though by all rights they should have died many, many years ago, they were still alive and kicking. I think that BlackBerry and RIM are, are similar to that at this point. They're so deeply entrenched that... They're, they're like the proverbial cockroach that can't be killed. Uh, you know, I don't think they can't be killed. I think it's just going to take a lot more to kill them than we expected. That being said, BlackBerry OS ten is supposedly just around the corner. I mean, it should be out by the end of January, but what they're saying is, we talked about in last show, it's not looking like all that great. So, I'm not. we're not making predictions in this show. We'll, we'll wait till next show on that one. No, but we're, we're, we're only reviewing our previous predictions going, well, we got that one wrong. Check. <laughs> well, but, yeah, but I, we I got this one out. I think it's amazing that we were all so wrong, though. It is so wrong. I thought any one of us had a great chance on that one, but... Hmm. Uh, I made the prediction about WebOS. WebOS, at that time, had just been dropped by HP and been announced as open source. And people were expecting, oh, this is going to be awesome. Everyone loved WebOS. We'll make open open, um, software platforms for it. We'll plug it in. It'll be great. We'll put it on Raspberry Pi, because that hasn't come out yet. It has by now, but... Uh, we'll put it on uh, Arduino chipsets, and we'll put it on all these different devices that we want, and it'll be wonderful. I predicted that the first-gen WebOS devices would come out, and they would suck. And they did. Instead, people decided to root it onto Playbooks, or onto Kindles. And so imagine taking a Kindle Fire, and rooting it, and putting an operating system that doesn't quite allow you to use all the already limited hardware functions on a Kindle. That, to me, is the definition of suck. Yes. Take a tablet that already can't do much and tweak it just enough so it can do even less. Yep. Good job on that one. We have not seen... And that was early in the year, too. That was around, like, uh, May. We have not seen WebOS since. I doubt we will. Yeah, I think I think it's I think it for all intents and purposes dead. Mm-hmm. Schmidt, you uh, predicted that Facebook will partner with or buy a video provider like YouTube or Netflix or Crackle. The one yeah. you and you were right, but you were wrong. You did not predict who they would buy, and that is Vivo. Yeah, I didn't see that come. <laughs> yeah, they partnered with Vivo of all channels to provide their video streaming. Now, of course, you can still embed other videos, but if you upload video to Facebook, it's using Vivo's platform. But that being said, has anyone really seen a huge increase of that? I mean, people are still uploading to YouTube. Not really. They they did the Dark Knight Rises thing, and ever since then, we really haven't seen much more uh, video playing on there. (laughs) Yeah, I haven't seen anything from them. Go fig. Um, let's see here. Uh, this one was kind of an easy one that Zoner did. He said that uh, that Moore would uh, Alan Moore would place a curse on DC Comics for the Watchmen prequel. He did. <laughs> like literally, he he put a curse on them. 
Yeah, that that was like a no-brainer. I mean, DC announces anything to do with Watchmen, and you know that you know that Alan Moore is going to be there, and he's going to be placing his his curses on him. DC so is a really was... easy throwaway prediction, anyway. DC will announce a movie that will not be Batman or Superman. It will not do as well as hoped. Yeah, it's, that's just an easy thing to guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, DC needs to pull their head out really bad this next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stark, mm-hmm. you said that a new Star Trek series rumor would light the internet ablaze. It won't go anywhere, but everyone will go nuts anyway. And I seem to remember you bringing up that something like that happened about halfway through the year? Yeah, in fact, it was Michael Dorn who actually stated it. And uh, he said, yeah, I'm working on this. I, re- I want a war series. And what's interesting is that even months after he made the announcement and it didn't go anywhere, there were still people going, hey, did you hear about this Michael Dorn series? And I'm like, yeah, where were you three months ago? <laughs> yeah, um, it didn't. It really didn't go anywhere. I mean, it was initially a light ablaze for maybe a whole day and a half. The, 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 the biggest rumors that's come out about the TV series is, is that if the next movie is really good, maybe that will bring back a television series sooner or later than, rather than later. And with the other rumors of Zachary Quinto not wanting to play Spock anymore, maybe it might even be sooner. Who knows? Mm. Uh, until Paramount uh, and CBS decide to actually start dumping money back into it, I doubt it will happen. But, but we are not doing... Predictions. This yep. is so hard for us not to predict things. Yeah. Okay, I predicted another easy one that Windows 8 tablets would kill Ultrabooks. Companies would switch to converting tablets before Q3 of 2012. I was partially right. Windows 8's release got pushed back. When we said this, this was first week of January 2012, we didn't know when Windows 8 was officially going to be released. We thought it was going to happen in like uh, the end of summer. Instead, it happened the end of Q3. I was right that Ultrabooks died off, though. Yeah. Because all companies have switched for production. They no longer make Ultrabooks. They're now making converting tablets or really interesting laptops that flip back on themselves or switch their screens around or do all sorts of weird things, all to capitalize on the Windows 8 touchscreen market. It's almost like a a Gen 2 Ultrabook. In a way, yeah. It's kind of interesting. Um... Yeah, so that one was pretty easy, because only a few weeks after I made that prediction, CES 2012, like, everything was touchscreen Windows 8. Everything. Um, Something that did come out, this was not a prediction of ours, but just kind of reminiscing about the top moments of 2012, um, Windows 8 came out, and it was fracking awesome. (laughs) Yes. So. um, Schmitty, you made a really odd prediction last year. You said that Huawei would make an exclusive contract with T-Mobile. Yeah, it seemed, seemed like uh, if they wanted any kind of foothold in the U.S., they would make a contract with, with a carrier, and T-Mobile looked like the best choice. Instead, T-Mobile almost got bought by AT&T, <laughs> didn't get bought by AT&T, and so instead got a huge amount of money from AT&T on a whole load of Spectrum. And, yeah, as they bandwidth, yeah. <laughs> yeah, picked up the iPhone... Um, Huawei became went under con- congressional review and got blacklisted by the U.S. government and the U.K. government. Got called in front of Congress, if I recall. Yeah, and mm-hmm. T-Mobile decided to do away 
with uh, with contracts involving subsidized phone prices. So yeah. that kind of went every way except for what you said. <laughs> I, I think I jinxed them. <laughs> <laughs> this will be the year of Huawei, man. You just watch. Oh, oh. <laughs> Poor Huawei. Yay, yay, yay. Uh, Zoner, you had another kind of odd one. You said that sales tax amnesty would go away. Uh, that was, of course, when you buy things online, you don't have to buy the sales tax. Uh, you said brick and mortar stores would see a resurgence. Yeah, I, I don't think that that has happened yet. They talked uh, about uh, it. Amazon. They, they, it has been discussed. Yeah, Amazon was uh, under threat of losing their uh, California tax exemption. And they were threatening to pull all their operations out of California for it. But that was as much as I heard from that. Yeah, I don't think anything has has done... I don't think they've gone anywhere with it at this point, but, you know, it it may be something that we see in the future. Probably will be, because, you know, the government's got to get paid. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, SOPA. I predicted that SOPA will die, however, will come back worded differently under the radar. Stark, you said SOPA endorsement will kill GoDaddy's PR, because remember, GoDaddy supported mm-hmm. SOPA. Zarma, you said that SOPA would pass, however, be named differently and attached to some other unrelated bill. We were all kind of right. SOPA did die. However, they tried to get it put back in many times more under completely unrelated bills. Each time, it was stopped dead, thankfully. As for the GoDaddy part, I'm not sure. Maybe we haven't heard much from them, but then again, how much do you really honestly hear about GoDaddy except around Super Bowl time? Yeah, they're yeah, only around the Super Bowls when you actually hear about them. Other than, what, didn't, didn't they lose some of their people? They, yeah. Folks, models, folks, whatever. Um, I do know that even the, there was even a headline I saw about even like two weeks ago saying that Congress is not even going to try to. They, I guess they were so burned by how much they were told. Oh, there, there won't be an uproar about this. You won't hear a peep about this. We control the media. Apparently, one of the headlines states they're, they're not even willing to try it again, even after the uproar they did get on it. Yeah, so, right up until another five years. Yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll go for it again. They, they'll always go for it again. Um, I think that currently, while they're opposing the UN, remember we talked about this, this is a bit of a year in review, while the UN is trying to push forth that they should control the internet, so long as Congress is opposing the UN on that measure, they will not try and enact any kind of SOPA-esque act. Because so to do so would be... It's going to be a long time. Man. Yeah, yeah, because that would be, uh, be the definition of hypocrisy, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, wouldn't it make more sense for them to say, hey, you know going to oppose it because we're going to impose our own. I mean, just a thought. We're starting to get into predictions here, sorry. Yeah. I'll shut up now. Um, I said Halo 4 would launch and not do so great in reviews, putting the rest of the trilogy into question. I was half right. It launched. The reviews were okay. Gameplay wise, it's hailed by some and meh by others. The rest of the trilogy is not in question. Uh, Schmitty and I have played through it many, many times. Mm-hmm. And um, I was actually going to write a review for the site. I keep postponing that. I'm such a procrastinator. <laughs> it is an excellent game. It is unlike the other Halo games. The other Halo games are for bros. <laughs> you know the ones. The ones who absolutely love comic books now that they've seen Avengers. 
<laughs> the ones who love video games because they can play rock band. Yeah. The popped collar fraternity guys who used to beat you up, who now like all the things you like because now pop culture likes them. Halo, the original trilogy, was meant for them. Halo 4 delves in some really deep storylines and some really deep philosophical things. I don't think they had any clue what they were seeing. But hey, you can still stab a guy in the face in multiplayer, so there's always that. <laughs> yeah, uh, the whole assassination on that is just too awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Schmidt, you said Google will announce manufacturing their own hardware for 2013. Well, kind of. They bought Motorola. <laughs> yep. And they manufactured Nexus Q, the Nexus 7. Um, yeah, good job on the Nexus Q, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah the Nexus that 7. died before it was even released. Ugh, yeah, it was a... Yeah. It was a nightmare. Or excuse me, pulled back for retooling. <laughs> no, it died. It died. Which was also unexpected. Um, yeah. Zoner, you said that Google Plus will start to take on, uh, take off in challenging Facebook toe-to-toe. Uh, it's still in progress. Yeah, kind of. I, it, it is still growing, but I don't see it how, I don't think it's grown any more so comparatively since when you made that prediction a year ago. I'm trying to remember the last time I was on Google Plus. I get emails occasionally. I use it all the time. I love it on my Nexus 7, by the way. Yeah, that, that'd be you. Then there's the rest of the world. <laughs> Here's Zoner. Hello! <laughs> you are oh, here. Yeah. <laughs> it's used widely in the tech community. I mean, it, you, you it, get on it, there and follow tech, tech it, people. Tech it groups. is being used more, more and more. And now that Google has tied their Google Now directly into Google Plus pages, mm-hmm. it's being seen. It's being used a lot more. But again, I don't know if comparatively, if you check the ratios or the percentage of use, if it's trending in Google's favor. Well, if you look, they've got roughly 170 million registered users compared to Facebook's 900 million registered users. Yeah, but how many people uh, know they have a Google Plus page? But of those, 100 million of them are active, whereas Facebook's only got 530 million active. So, you know, it's, I mean, it's about... It's pretty good ratios there. They they've got a higher percentage of active users than Facebook does. So which one reaches seven billion? I don't know. Your mom. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, Stark, you said that cable companies will finally announce an a la carte option for channel lineups. Um, it hasn't really been announced, and it hasn't really come out. So no, I, I, I'm I'm going to count that one as failed because. While it's been toyed and while it's been hinted, it hasn't been announced. And, mm. and I actually said it was going to be announced. It wasn't yeah. going to happen in 2012, is what I said. It was going to be announced, and then probably like 2013 or 2014 is when we we're going to see it. So, okay. nope, it didn't happen. Um, I predicted that Intel Android phones will fail only because they suck at marketing, which has been exactly what has happened. Intel has uh, released two, I want to say, Android phones that are just as powerful and just as good as anything else out there. And who here has seen one in stores? I I didn't even know that they had come out with them yet. Yep, that would be it right there. That's the marketing. Currently, they're available in China. And only China. Is Huawei making them? A U.S.-based chip company has finally come out onto the scene in the mobile workplace, and we can only see it in China. Or Taiwan. 
they're not even being sold here. That's that's awesome, Intel. Good job. So that's uh, that's a win in my category and a fail in Intel's. <laughs> Schmitty, you said that Microsoft would announce their next gaming console, soft announcement only. That is partially true. Yeah. They they talked a bit about it at E3. I don't know if that counts as a soft announcement or not. It's more like a hint. <laughs> They yeah. teased it. Yeah, they teased it. Yeah. Yeah, they do it. Uh, Zana, you said Zynga will start to feel the pressure from EA, and that is exactly what has happened. Uh, so much so that Zynga has had to shut down some of its studios. They've been pulled into court how many times now this year? I don't know, but it's ugly doesn't. for them. Yeah, it sucks to be Zynga right now. Oh, it's horrible. Um, and uh, Zynga and Facebook have agreed to start seeing other people. They're it's on not you, it's me. <laughs> They're still friends with benefits, though, but yeah. they're on break for all intents and purposes. Um, I predicted that the future of home media would finally land and no one would care. And I think we see that in the new Roku, uh, what is that called, that little stick that goes into the HDMI ports? Yeah. Oh, yeah. MHL stick, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we have a oh, new... I thought it was the Nexus Q. <laughs> we could say that, too. I highly doubt that was the future. Um, maybe kind of a dystopian future. Yeah. But uh, Roku introduced a new little stick that actually sits in your computer's port, your TV's port, and is an entire self-contained media device. It turned your TV into a smart TV without having to buy the smart TVs. The the biggest problem with it, it requires a certain type of uh, HDMI port called the MHL port, which right now less than a dozen TVs support. So it's kind of kind of iffy thing. It's worthless. And I thought they were going to turn it into a, a, a USB stick, just about. So, yeah. Um, and finally, we totally did not expect this in the slightest. Schmitty, smoking something, predicted <laughs> that Candyland the movie would be announced, followed by Minecraft the movie, also Portal Three. Well, Minecraft the movie and Portal Three did not happen. Ooh. However. Adam Sandler was engaged in talks for a Candyland movie. We're not talking about the Katy Perry video, right? <laughs> I'd be engaged in that. Um, no, he was actually um, supposed to be involved. This was talked about for very, very seriously, but for a very short time before they decided to move on to a Tonka-based franchise instead. But yes, they announced that Columbia Pictures and Happy Madison we're going to cooperate for a Candyland movie. I don't know what made you think to <laughs> predict that, Schmitty. It was the whole battleship thing. It was <laughs> like, what's next? <laughs> but it almost came to pass. <laughs> That's how predictable Hollywood is. I, I'm, I'm throwing it out there right now, even though this isn't our prediction show. Twister the movie. <laughs> Simon Says. Uh- it's how predictable and how out of ideas they are. Simon yeah. the movie. They're just going through all the board games now. Like, well, what can we do now? How do we do Sorry? It's going to be in le- <laughs> like those electronic handheld football games from the early 80s. <laughs> Tiger Toys, the movie. Okay, so quickly here, before we run out of time, some other things that happened this year um, that are worth noting. Curiosity landed on Mars. That was okay. awesome. We should have predicted that, considering they launched it well before we made the show. Um... Maybe they didn't, actually, now that I think about it. Oh, yeah, they did October, yeah. Yeah, Felix Baumgartner jumped from space. Yeah! That's 
how do we miss that? <laughs> what, like Atari? Red Bull's got its own space program. <laughs> uh, the world did not end, and then it didn't end again, and then it didn't end again. And we were extremely disappointed that we did not see zombies at all. I think we dodged like three different apocalypse theories this year. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, I still wanted it to end. <laughs> you know, I, I just want to go back to the Felix Baumgartner thing real quick. How sad is it that Red Bull has a better space program than the United States? <laughs> yeah. Just saying. It's just Thank the privatization of, of space. Uh, Falcon X... Uh, SpaceX launched their Falcon rocket and it docked with the ISS to re- resupply it, marking the first time uh, the private industry has done that. That's a heck of a uh, tip for a pizza delivery. Twice now, too. How, yeah, I think done they've done twice. it twice now. Uh, and, and frankly, unfortunately, I can't remember anything else that happened in the first half of the year. Mm. You know, I, I know. had it in my head earlier now. I can't remember what it is. Mm. It was a good year. Yeah, I had a good year. I hope you all had a good year, too. It was a very good year. <laughs> Into our favorites, our last favorites of the year. And um, well, I really kind of expected they'd be better than this. Um, my favorite is the Useless Machine version 2. Useless Machine was a YouTube video that was put up there. It's one momentary switch. No, not even a momentary switch. It's a, it's a hard switch. That when you hit the switch, you activate a servo, a finger comes up and switches itself back off. Version 2 brings us up to whole new levels. I don't know why I find it hilarious to watch, and I actually find it very reminiscent of watching Congress in action. Anyway, (laughs) check it out. It won't take long. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, My favorite is not a video. Um, I know. Surprise. Uh, Basically, somebody has designed a sweatshirt out there that has a hood on it. Yeah, nothing big like that. However, the sweatshirt looks like Lieutenant Worf's uniform, and the hoodie, when you pull it over your head, has Lieutenant Worf's ridges on top of the hoodie. I just thought it looked cool. I'm nice. um, not saying I need one, but I just thought it looked kind of cool. It's even got the, the baldric on it, too. So. Very nice. Notice he said he doesn't need one. That implies he has one. Yeah, he has <laughs> <laughs> okay, my favorite um, also, alas, is not a video um, but it is an infographic uh, done on all the uh, all the exploration done in space in the past 50 years it uh, basically goes through all the different uh, satellites that have gone up to the different missions to all the all the satellites in our solar system uh, moon, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, even the Sun shows all the uh, all the missions that have gone to each of those planets and moons, uh, and catalogs them for you. It's pretty pretty cool. It is trippy. It should it's be a wallpaper. And it actually is at work now. It's my wallpaper. <laughs> okay, um, a lot of us are familiar with the works of Christopher Lee. I uh, played Sauron. Um, and the Lord of the Rings movies. He played Count Dooku in the Star Wars movies. And he was in countless horror movies, like, from the dawn of time. Uh, the guy's, like, 90 years old, so he's been in a lot of movies. Well, he is also a heavy metal fan, and he sings. And he came out with uh, some Christmas tunes. 
death metal Christmas tunes. Yes, death metal. Um, hearing Christopher Lee sing Little Drummer Boy and Silent Night with, I don't know, heavy metal stylings is quite awesome. So go and listen. <laughs> well, that's simply not rock into Mordor. That is our show <laughs> for the year. Um, thanks again for sticking with us through 2012. We expect to have a great time in 2013. Uh, hope you had a great holiday. Hope you have a great new year. Uh, if you're listening to this after the new year, we hope you had a good and safe one. I'd love to hear back from you. Feedback at stolendroids.com. Shout out to our friends. Stitcher.com, OpenBookAudio.com, TrekRadio.net, and CryptonRadio.com. Until next time, cheers. Dev file. One to beam up. Good day. <laughs>